what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Legends of Athletics podcast. Today, we have a couple of topics that I feel like would be very pertinent to you and very interesting topics to talk about. So we have the discussion on regular soda versus diet soda. And we also discuss and talk about quality versus quantity. When it comes to your exercise routines, it comes to your workouts, it comes to the things that you're doing. Are you getting more quality or are you just producing a lot of quantity in your exercises and not getting much from it? But before we dive into those, take the time right now, if you have not, and go and follow us on social media. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, type in Legends of Athletics. Give us a follow and we will be more than appreciative of that commitment to follow us and see what's going on. And to jump into the world and see and see what what Legends of, of Athletics is all about. If you're not on any social media, if you're not on any of those platforms and you would just like to give us a shout, let us know what we're doing things the right way or let us know that we're doing things the wrong way. And you just feel like leaving some feedback, email legendsofathletics19 at gmail.com. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, if this is your first time being being an attentive listener, Thank you for making this podcast a part of your daily life in some respect. Thank you for allowing me to come through your speakers or listening to me ramble and rant about these subjects at hand. Um, I would like to say thank you for those who have listened to us for a little while and been faithful listeners and faithful as far as following the podcast and, and listening through the beginning to this point. And we're only trying to get better Thank you for, for making us a part of, of, of your life for this extended period of time. Now, the first subject I want to dive into is regular soda versus di diet soda. So the obvious when it comes to regular soda versus diet soda is that regular soda gives us what? It gives us a lot of the calories, uh, empty calories, um, but it gives us a lot of calories, gives us a lot of sugar and a lot of flavor. Um. When it comes to regular sodas, most time when people are dieting and trying to lose weight and cut weight, they will not indulge in these things because we know the 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 not the benefits, but we know the the consequences of drinking a lot of sodas. You know, where you go to blo bloating, water retention, um, maybe it, it hurts your stomach, especially if you're on a diet um, with the way that the acid and stuff like that reacts to your stomach, the gases, things like that. And so, when it comes to regular sodas, it's not hard to 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 turn away from those because we know those give us no benefit besides flavor and taste. But when it comes to diet sodas, on the contrary, we get many times diet sodas that don't have any calories or very low as far as calories go and they're very low on the glycemic index as well. But as far as calories go, they're very low. You may get something that's zero to 10 calories a bottle or can, what have you. Um, Zero sugars as well because they use sugar, artificial sweeteners as, 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 as uh, such as aspartame, etc. Um, you also get very low um, sodium, which in regular soda you get low, you get low sodium as well. But the sugars and the um, carbs are the biggest points as far as not getting as many of those. In the regular soda, you'll probably get somewhere between forty. You'll get at least forty-four plus uh, carbs and forty-four plus grams of sugar per serving in a regular soda versus zero um, in a diet soda because they use so many uh, artificial uh, sweeteners and flavors and, and things like that that are more so done into a lab to make that thing taste as close to a regular soda as, as possible. 
And so sometimes the diet sodas do taste better. So you may be asking yourself, well, what's what's the negative or what's the drawback to to drinking a, a diet sodas? Well, one is you look at research studies have shown that when you drink diet sodas, uh, first of all, you're probably not going to drink just one. But when you drink diet sodas, it also affects your your diet in a negative way as well. Why do I say that? Well, when you drink uh, diet sodas, um, they're sweeter than the regular soda. Um, they're also going to uh, turn off that bad influence in your mind or mentally to say that when I drink this drink that it's doing harm to my body because you're going to look at that bottle and you're going to see all those zeros or that 10 and you're going to say, oh, this isn't too bad for me versus drinking a regular soda. Also, as far as what you eat and what you consume, um, you actually would drink a lot of diet so that you consume worse junk food or more foods that hold no caloric value or no sustainability uh, as far as that goes than if you were drinking the the regular soda. So even on the back, if you look at the regular soda versus the diet, which, which carbonated drinks uh, in, in general or pops, as we say in the South, have a lot of things in them that are more harmful to us or or have so many things that we can't even pronounce that are loaded into them to make them taste great, to make them satiating, and to make us go back and want more. But with anything that you that you drink or even eat, you want to be able to pronounce or recognize more so of the things on the back than none at all. Um, of course, we got sugar, alcohols, things like that that are real simple. But then when you go into a bunch of these artificial sweeteners and stuff, it gets into things that you really can't pronounce. So when you're on a diet or you're trying to lose weight, um, if you're a person that likes pops or sodas, you know, getting one every now and then to me, to not just to me, but getting one every now and then and not punching yourself is not bad. But if I had to say, OK, which one would I rather have? Um, the regular or the diet, I would say go with the regular more than anything because not only with diet sodas are they sweeter, but they also kill off your taste buds the more you drink them because they're so sweet when you drink something like um, a regular uh, one, which may be strong as far as like the carbonation. You may not think it's as, as sweet or when you eat other foods, like you eat your fruits and veggies, you definitely say those don't taste, they taste very bland in relation because of all the artificial sugars artificial sweeteners and things like that um it's nothing wrong with doing those every now and then but you don't want to do so many of them that it blends out the rest of your diet to the point that you can't really you know really do them and then you also have to think about too with diet sodas how many people do you know drink one diet soda a day and water the rest of the day or when you drink when or when they drink diet sodas they may drink two three four cans of diet coke in a day and you, you think about all that stuff you just put into your body, all that bloat, all that water retention, because you thought that it was only 10 calories. You have to look at that as well, because when you drink one can of Coke, you can drink that basically one. It ain't that many people running through three and four cans of Coke in a day. It just ain't. You may have one bottle or, or, or maybe two at the max, but it's a reason that natural sugars, natural carbs, things like that, are kind of our, our body's natural way of causing us to turn on and off um, our brains and our stomachs to let us know when we're satisfied and when we're not. Also, when we can get the the real thing, so like if you can drink the real soda, it, it doesn't even allow your brain 
to turn off the um, consequence mechanism and saying that, oh, because I'm drinking this diet soda, then I can have extra fries. Because I'm drinking this diet soda, I can have this candy bar or two candy bars or a king-size candy bar. Or because I'm drinking diet soda, I'm not, you know, do X, Y, Z. And so you drink that and you're able to, you drink the regular thing and you're able to add that in. And I know I'm, I'm sounding bad because I'm sounding like I'm, I'm a, a proponent of doing a regular thing, but I just rather be on the safe side and say, well, drink the regular thing with the real sugar and all that stuff and save yourself a trip from being addicted to Diet Coke and you're drinking three or four, five plus cans a day or bottles a day and your diet, therefore, is, is getting killed in the process as well. Because even when you think about it, most time when we when we eat, especially in this uh, American society, most of us eat distracted. So what do I mean by eating distracted? We're not really paying attention to what we're eating in the first place. And so it's easy for us to overeat. So we may be eating and watching Netflix at the same time, eating and watching the YouTube video at the same time. So you think about all those things and... You're not even paying attention, to, paying attention to your plate. You're not paying attention, uh, paying attention to your portions, and you're definitely not uh, paying attention to the signal that your brain is sending to your stomach to let it know that it is full and uh, and not to overdo it. And so we also want to have good taste. So whenever we're eating our food, we're able to enjoy the apple. We're able to enjoy those fruits, the, the, the uh, bananas and the oranges and things like that. We're able to enjoy those natural sugars and we're able to enjoy those things because those are putting us in the best position to be the healthiest version of ourselves that we can be. And so um, when it comes to regular virtual diet soda, again, um, I, I made this kind of brief, but this segment kind of brief, but when you're trying to lose weight, especially if you want, if you just have that craving to have a soda or a pop or whatever, go for the regular thing. That way, you know what the consequence is behind you drinking it. And you're not doing this to punish yourself, but you're doing this to satisfy that craving and then go back to doing what you're doing. So go back to the water, go back to to things like that in order to keep yourself in the best position possible. Um, so with that, we'll go right into our next next topic. And I'm trying to make these podcasts more informal and not overload you with so much information that you don't even remember half of what I'm talking about when I get done. But the next the next topic of quality versus quantity. So, of course, when we when we are um, in the process of losing weight, what are some of the first things that people do? They go out and they kill themselves on the treadmill. They kill themselves uh, on the bike, etc. By setting the bar so high that there's nowhere to even go from there but down. And so you see people go from running zero miles a week to seven, zero uh, days of weight training to five. And so the sustainability is not there, first of all, because if you're going from doing something zero times, if I went nine months of doing nothing and I I convinced myself that I can go eight weeks of doing this extremist activity, it's not sustainable um, in the long run because burnout is going to happen a lot sooner than later. Even with my body's adaptation system, I'm still going to burn out a lot sooner than later. Um, you also hear people talk about working out twice a day, things like that. Okay, if you're doing two day, two two a days, then naturally we're going to have one session where we're going very, very hard. We're also going to have another session where we're not going so hard. The intensity is not there, etc. 
Um, you also have people who go to the weight room and they want to or, or do strength training and they convince themselves that they want to do reps of 12 plus, 15 plus, and out of those 12 to 15 reps, probably 50% of them or 40% of them were actual good reps and the rest were um, danger zone reps or half reps, etc. So when I talk about quality versus quantity, when you go to each exercise or you go into your routine and you go into attacking the weights with a passion, what you should be aiming to do is to get the most from each workout, get the most from each rep, to get the most from each set. And so what I mean by that is when I go into the gym and I'm doing legs or something that I love to do, I love leg day. And so when I'm going into the gym, and I'm going into the squat rack, for instance, right? And I say, I want to do three sets of 20. Or I want to do five sets of eight. Or I want to do 10 sets of two. It just depends on if I feel like like what I'm feeling. like Or what phase or what, what I'm training for. If I'm doing the three sets of 20, it's no point for me to do three sets of 20 if I have not conditioned and trained my body to do 20 quality four reps because if i'm getting to rep number 10 and i'm willing myself there's nothing wrong with pushing yourself there are some times where we have to push ourselves and form may break down but if i'm doing if i'm on set one and i get to rep 10 and i'm starting to feel maybe a hitch in one of my hips or maybe i'm leaning towards one side more than the other or maybe i'm uh, I'm not getting my full depth after rep number 10, then I doing three sets of 20 is probably not my, my best friend. And I'm probably not getting as much from that as if I just broke it down and did three sets of 10 as far as squats go. You know what I'm saying? And it's so much that you want to take into account whenever you're exercising. And we know you want to have good intensity, but you also want to have good quality reps. And you also want to keep yourself in the safest position as possible. And you want to have all three of those things marry in order to to get the most from your workouts as you can. It's the same thing when it comes to cardio. If I'm jumping into this thing of trying to lose weight, and I'm, I'm even when you're trying to gain weight, you still should be doing cardio. But really, if I'm trying to lose weight, I should be looking at, all right, last week, or let's say I'm going from last week, I was doing nothing at all, right? And then I come back and I say, this week, I'm going to start my weight loss journey. So I'm going to start off with something that's feasible and attainable. So if I've never ran before, it makes no sense for me to get on a treadmill and say, I'm about to jog for a mile. Because more than likely, what's, ha what's going to happen, especially for us adults and, and us that haven't used those muscles in a while, 9 times out of 10, what's going to happen is we're going to jump on that treadmill or we're going to jump on that track. And we're going to will ourselves to do a mile, right? And so when we do that, if we're not running mechanically sound with good running form, good running mechanics, good running technique, we're going to jump on that treadmill and we're going to jog it out and we're going to uh, go for about, if we can even get to a quarter mile good, going to go for about a quarter mile and then you're going to start having form breakdown. So you might have a, a hard heel strike, which isn't good. Um, you're not landing on your midfoot. You're not pushing off your toes good. 
your arms are tired, so you're not really getting any any type of propelling from your body with your shoulders or your upper half, and your breathing rhythm is off. And I and I mean that's 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 gonna happen naturally, you know, with being out of shape. But I'm talking about terribly off to where not not that it sounds like you're about to go into cardiac arrest, but that you're not even getting much from it because you you you're not you're not getting the quality. You're just getting the quantity. It's the same thing with guys that want to train in high volume. What sense does it make to go in the gym, do 10 different exercises? If I those 10, only five of them I did right, and the other five I just did because I wanted to get the volume. You get more more from going into into doing two or three compound, one compound movement, two accessory movements, and doing them with intensity, good form, and intent than if you were to do 10 different movement patterns. And out of those 10 different movement patterns, only five of those movement patterns you've done the right way. So that's something else that you have to think about. When it comes to quality versus quantity, same thing for two-a-days. If you're going to do two workouts a day, it's better to knock out your strength workout first and then your cardio second. Why do I say that? Because if you're doing your cardio first, then you're not going to have the intensity or the the uh, the wherewithal to take to the strength workout to even get any benefits or the max benefits that you could from a strength a strength workout or strength exercise program so you need to make sure that you're that you're in a position to get the most from that and even if you if you're a person that that lifts and runs right after if you're a person that can spend an hour in the gym or if you have the benefit of spending an hour and a half in the gym do your strength training first and then your cardio last you also get more fat loss or fat burning benefits from that as well if you're looking to shed the fat and, and keep on as much muscle and preserve as much muscle as possible. Um, and that that's my thing with quality versus quantity. I felt like that was another good topic to talk about because a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people go in, especially when they're trying to lose weight, even when they're trying to gain weight with the same mindset of, I'm going to do a hundred different things. I'm going to do all these things, but then you have to really break down in your mind. Am I taking the full intensity that I could or the, the am I taking my exercises or my workouts as good as I can to get the most quality from them or am I just doing them and just doing a bunch of quantity and I'm not really seeing the results and then you can get to a point too and and this is kind of a side note but you can get to a point too where you're working out and exercising to where you are doing so much that if your exercise program does fail or if something's not working, you're not able to pinpoint it because it's just too much on the docket. You can't you can't even see what you're doing because it's too much to see, too much to break down, too much to, to interpret. So make sure that you're getting the most from your workouts. Make sure that you're getting that quality work. Make sure that you're, you're not that when you get to a point that you can quantify more work on top of the quality that you're doing, that you do that intently. You do it with good intensity and you do it with with good, good, a good heart and, and mind and soul and spirit that you're able to take what it is that you're, that you're trying to do and get to that goal in the safest way possible, but also get to that goal knowing that you did things the right way. And so, as I say, wrapping this episode up, I hope you guys uh, got a lot from the regular soda versus diet soda. Don't forget to uh, to make sure you drink your water. Those for those that uh that are getting into drinking water i know it's cool for many people in the fitness profession to walk around and have the gallon jugs or the half gallon jugs but um if you haven't drank water that much since the day you were born 
you probably should start off with two or three bottles and work your way up until the point where you can drink a gallon a day and not waterlog yourself or not, you know, be having severe headaches and things like that because you're trying to do too much at the gate. So make sure you do that. Make sure you live a healthy lifestyle. Make sure you don't, yeah, if you want that diet soda, you know, be my guest. Keep it to one can, one can preferably a week. Then let's break it on down to once a month. Um, and then just gradually get away from that. And you'll see great, great reduction of bumps. You'll see better skin, better hair, better health, better nails, things like that. Make sure that when you're going to work out that you're getting that quality and you're not just going in there and getting a bunch of quantity and not getting the most from your workouts. If you just starting out, hey, when you write out your exercise plan, just write out three to four workouts. Make sure you master those workouts. And then when you feel like you're able to switch it up, do another three to four and master those and then start switching up and adding different variations, different techniques, different uh, rep schemes and things like that to your workouts in order to get the best, the best results that you can get. And for those that have been working out for a long time, don't get too mundane and then doing the same routine and not switching it up and stalling out your results. And as I tell you guys each and every day, do the things that legends do. Be the person that a legend is each and every day. Put in the work. Put in the time. Believe in yourself. Have faith that whatever it is that you're going after, that you, that you can accomplish it because it wouldn't come to you if it wasn't meant for you to accomplish that thing. And let's keep growing this podcast and be legendary.